Welcome everyone, you're listening to The Fight News. I'm Flash, and you're on Radio Arma. Hi everyone and welcome to Radio Arma. I'm very happy to have you uh, on the show today. Uh, as usual, you can find us at uh, radioarma.com and on Twitter at uh, Radio Arma. Um, with me today uh, to talk about PvP and the fight news, Nicholas. Hi, Nicholas. Hi, Flash. What's up, man? How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. I eat my pizza I ordered earlier. That's pretty it was good. A nice pizza. Nice. Okay. And Pogo, how are you, dude? Uh, good evening, Flash. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm great. Thank you. What about you? I'm fine. Um, so you, Nicholas, are from Group 9, a German team. Uh, and Pogo, you're from FGB49, also a German team. So both of you are German, correct? That's Absolutely, right. yeah. Okay, cool. Well, um, I'm, I'm inviting you both on this show because um, I wanted fully independent people uh, to talk about um, the PvP scene in, in its you know general form uh, in Armor 3 these days. Um, I'm very interested in both of your inputs. Uh, you're both from separate teams, but from what I've understood by playing with you guys is uh, you often play with each other i mean your teams are really close is that it yeah that's right um group nine merged with fjb so group nine is only uh esm clan okay so group nine uh, uh group uh, group nine is just the name of the team um, um created for esm but you're really a part of fgb is that it nicholas uh yeah we were a clan uh, i think we merged together in january february oh I'm it's really sure. really really uh i mean uh it, it's new yeah yeah it's new uh so we want to have group nine as the pvp clan for esm oh i got it okay and uh and pogo you're the i understand you're the leader of fgb 49 is that it Oh no, you're totally mistaken. I'm not leader. Uh, you could say maybe I'm uh, one of the leading elements, if you will. Uh, but mostly, you know, FJB is is a group of players that do, you know, different things. We're doing PvP. We are doing co-op missions, and uh, therefore, what I'm doing is I'm organizing most of our PvP stuff, uh, reaching out to to organizers, reaching out to other clans. Uh, you know, making friends and and uh, bringing this whole topic of PvP uh, in, in more forward into maybe even another level, and uh, you know, keep it going. And this is my part in in FJB, but I'm not the leader actually. That that's amazing, dude. That's exactly what all of us are really trying to do these days with with Armor Three. It's it's five years already. Uh, five years old and and we're really all trying to keep things going that's what you were saying just now and that i think uh, really expresses what we all try to do um 
Well, guys, um, I think I think that's exactly where I wanted to to be right now. Is uh, you guys, FGB is are are a multi scene um, clan or unit, and um, how how do you guys? I mean, how do you guys have both of those? Uh, aspects. I mean, you you do milsim and you do PvP. How do you kind of um, mix those up? Uh, I'm going to take this question if this is all right. Um, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, the uh, thing is, um, as you said, uh, we are a multi-thing unit, if you will. Um, armor is a very huge thing in itself. It's it's a sandbox where you can do whatever you like. And, um, well, for myself, I've started off in Armour, you know, years ago. Uh, I've, I've done this and that, mostly some fun game modes. And at some point I had a friend telling me, well, would you like to try some Milsim? And I was a bit, you know, hesitant um, about Milsim because it sounded a bit funky, uh, pretending to be a soldier somewhere. Um, but interestingly, I had a whole lot of fun with this. And, uh, well, I learned, you know, new people and, and it was a great experience. Uh, later on, uh, I got into, you know, more of this thing. I, I started a whole new community myself, um, you know, as a side project. And, uh, well, as the years passed, um, this eventually led to this community merging. It, it was called the Cobra Community, well, Cobra Tactics, actually. And uh, it merged with the FJB team group. And, uh, yeah, from that point on, um, I got into... Uh, I got into uh, into more PvP things, which was nice. So I had all of this Milsim Zoys mission co-op thing in my background, and suddenly we went into PvP, which was a whole new thing. It was exciting to do, and um, yeah, th there's so m many game modes, right? We, we can talk about a lot of game modes here um, with. Uh, armor and PvP. So there's Milsim PvP. There's uh, you know fun PvP. Uh, there's also very popular popular King of the Hill and all the things you're doing with ESM. So I, I think it's you know it's a whole lot of aspects for um, a, a great um, variety of players there. Mm, exactly. Yeah. And and uh, on Radio Armor, by the way, uh, for for the listeners, uh, if you haven't heard uh, the 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 uh, previous uh, episodes of the fight news we're on right now well i'm presenting all the all all the the, the huge amount of uh, pvp game modes that you can find in armor that are completely unknown to the public uh, there's there's a lot of people that just do not know about uh, all those game modes uh, that are uh, currently either in development or actually looking for players i mean game modes like uh like uh, War Machine, for example, have been dev for one year and now are growing super fast because they, they, they at last finished the dev five years after the, the release of Armor 3 and now are uh, expanding as we speak. And uh, all those game modes are here for the community to, to test. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, in the end, there's not just King of the Hill. That's basically one of the factors i i'm a bit reluctant about is is youtube just shows so much of king of the hill that it it really blinds people into thinking there's only king of the hill in pvp in in uh in uh in armor 3 um yeah yeah, yeah absolutely i totally agree with that um 
also there's there's warlords have you guys tested warlords yeah we did we uh, actually participated with uh what was it you doing this uh huge event uh with, with yeah that, that was the yeah, yeah. um the 40 v 40 that was <laughs> kind of a big mistake from on my part to be honest it was a fun event for sure but yeah i mean the game mode is really not um i mean jizuro the creator the, the bohemian interactive dev had warned me he was like like okay dude you want you want to organize a 40 v 40 that's on you because the game mode is not designed <laughs> for that and we really experienced that it was so laggy at one point when it was a lot of fun, but at one point there was so much AI on the on the battlefield uh, that it was just unplayable. Um, Nicholas, what do you think about um, about AI in in the PvP uh, in PvP game modes? Do you, do you there's there's a few PvP game modes that implement AIs. I, I'm I'm talking about uh, CTI, for example. There's there's also yeah. I mean War Machine has obviously a few a few uh, optional uh, AIs, what do you think about it? Uh, yeah, it, it depends on the game mode. Um, so I think in in the Mailsim scene, um, you can put AI in the vehicles. So in the tank, you need one player and you can, you can manage the full tank and its functionality. Um, I played uh, earlier, but before I... Uh, come to Milsim, I played Ama 3 uh, Battlefield, Ama 3 Battlefield, I think it's what it's called. Um, so there, there were K KI. Uh, it, it was a nice gimmick, but you also have the opposite side, uh, there were players and AI played against. It was a nice feeling, a, a bright white of, of the battle was a nice big battle but i think in those smaller um modes ai is not so good i see well you, you, what you mean is basically having ai on large scale uh pvp more uh, more combined arms uh, is good but when when you're more into um close combat or or direct fight it's not so efficient, is that it? Yeah, because uh, in, if you want a big battle and you don't have the players to do it, so AI is a nice way to give people the feeling, to give players the feeling. That's my yeah, opinion. Got you, yeah. Okay. What do you think, Pogo? Oh, well, it's an interesting question. Uh, so... You know, AI is, is a bit, uh, you, you can really tell what the AI actually will do. Uh, and when you do play game modes that are meant to be competitive, um, AI can behave very differently. Um, so, you know, some, some teams may get an advantage because their AI seems to be a bit more clever uh, for unknown reasons, because this is just what AI does. It's, it's a bit funky sometimes, right? So um, the more competitive you get, um, I think the more trouble you will have using AI, but things like uh, the warlords thing, uh, AI is, is a totally is totally a nice idea and, and good thing to have there because it gives off a nice battle impression uh, and it's also not not very unbalanced because on on the scale which uh, warlords is doing, uh, it's more of a uh, thing that that depends on tactical um, uh, decisions 
and therefore AI will not give you a really unfair advantage, I think. Mm, got you. Yeah. Um, you guys have um, participated in the um, Ofcra community uh, TVTs, uh, am I correct? That's yes. right, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the, these guys have... Um, it's it's large scale, so we're we're completely off the AIs now. Uh, these guys don't use AI, of course, uh, but it's a it's more of a large scale milsim themed um, PvP. Um, uh, what 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 really um, interests you guys in between between those those milsim PvPs and more um, arcadey style PvPs? What's personally for you, Pogo? Uh, what's the difference, and what do you look for in each uh, topic and in each uh, game mode, type of game mode? Uh, well, if I have to choose my favorite game mode there, you know, because we're talking about different game modes here, um, I'd say it's totally the uh, Milsim PvP uh, scene or game, if you will. Um, but all the other game modes still are nice. Every game mode has its own unique, um, you know, things to like and to not like. Um, in the Milsim uh, thing, it's it's a big. Uh, well, it's it's always uh, you know you have this huge uh, mission to undergo with uh, with sometimes up to sixty players in your team against sixty players in the other team, and all those are humans, which is really interesting. And and these humans react and interact. Um, with and against each other and, way differently uh, than ai obviously yes absolutely and if you go into these missions um it's it's you know mostly the milsim thing is if you die you are out for the evening it's there's no respawn which is very different from for instance say king of the hill and um, this gives a, a whole different vibe because you're always under a constant threat because you don't actually, well, obviously you don't want to die in these game modes because you want to spend time with your friends and also you, you want, to, want to make your team uh, win the game. And uh, therefore, I think it's, um, you know, if, if I wanted to make advertisement, I'd say it's the pinnacle of PvP for me, but it's just my personal opin opinion here. Um, but this is what I'm looking for in, in the PvP Milsim thing. I'd like to have, you know, I don't want the the uh, victory to be given to me easy. I want to work for it, and I want uh, you know have communication. Uh, from for instance, when you have sixty players, you need to uh, communicate. You need to have an a structure. Someone will be needing to give out orders. You will have squads. You will have a platoon command and such. And this is needed. And uh, I really do very much do like this. Mm. I'm I'm going going to go back on what you just said about um lives i mean um uh that's i i think one of the biggest uh separation points between arcade style um like um ctf and and king of the hill and and milsim style uh where uh in milsim style you'll you'll really have one maybe two or three lives but not more basically if you die you you go into spectator mode and and you're uh, you're out of the game basically and that really is um what i think um people uh looking uh for pvp in armor 3 really need to think about okay do i want to um do i want the game mode to be really challenging in the sense that if i die i'm out of the game and it's over or 
do I want to uh, be able to do some big frag videos, you know, where where I can uh, where I can you know shoot some people and 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 die, and if I die, it's not a problem because I can come back and and come back even stronger, you know. Um, Nicholas, what what do you prefer? Are you more in the arcade style, or more in the uh, in the in the mil semi style? Uh, if I yeah, if I must choose, I would say also the Milsim style because it's it's a slower play style. Um, yeah, but I think CTF or the other game modes that are faster are also fun because. Uh, they are a bit like the game modes from Battlefield or Call of Duty, but the, they're the same. <laughs> um, but that's so fast, and if you if you're in the team speak, <laughs> you you always hear those calls: "We uh, left, 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 right, right, right." So you don't have a structure in it yeah it really brings stress is that what you mean yeah yeah exactly in the in the spectrum game our team speak was full of people talking into each other it it was a nice it was nice yeah that, that's um, another but, oh hold on sorry but go ahead sorry yeah but many people in our arm scene like the slower game mode so more more yeah. slow game mode. I think that really, um, I mean, both of you really preferring um, um, the the milsimi style uh, of PvP uh, really um, shows that there's a lot more people uh, building interest these days in into uh, uh, into that kind of uh, of gameplay. Uh, I feel like a lot of um, players from the milsim scene. Uh, which play against AI all the time, are really um, shifting and will have a lot more uh, easiness in in uh, in shifting to to uh, milsimi PVP due to the fact that it's uh, as you said slower. It's more uh, respectful of of reality and not just uh, uh, spawn spawn run kill repeat. You know, basically. Um, about the about the the uh, the spectrum game mode, did you did you like guys like the the game mode and and the tournament uh, that we organized uh, at ESM? Um, uh, about the game mode, basically, Pogo, what did you think about it? Oh well, it was really a a very different experience as a Milsim player, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we we all seen all the other uh, fast paced game modes like King of the Hill, for instance. Uh, but uh, the Spectrum thing, it, it was a whole another level. Um, it was, as you said, uh, run, shoot, die, repeat, um, which was interesting. Um, but but it also you know it, it adds more focus on the uh, on the single player skill. It's uh, sure you, you do have tactics like where do we go? Do we go left, right? Which uh, portals are we going to take to make uh, points and win this? But overall, it's about when you see a, a hostile player, can you shoot him faster than he can shoot you? And this is you know very very focused on this game mode. And surprisingly, I very much liked it. Um, I mean I. Did expect it to be nice but i really did like it there right you were not um you were not expecting you to like it 
Uh, I mean, you were expecting it to be well done and 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 uh, entertaining, but you weren't. You were surprised by the fact that you were uh, finding yourself uh, entertained by the by the game mode. Is that it? Uh, yeah, very much so. I mean, I, I expected it to be, as I said, nice and and to kind of like it, but not as much as I did. It was really enjoyable, like very much even. That's that's a good news for uh, for CJ who who created the game mode. If you haven't uh, heard about um, heard about uh, a Spectrum, you can uh, listen to one of the uh, Fight News Radio Arma episodes uh, about Spectrum. Uh, you can find it obviously at uh, on RadioArma.com. Um, we're going to shift uh, a bit on the news now. Um, I don't know if you guys know or have heard about it, but the uh, Armour Finland is renewing tomorrow, Saturday. It's um, it's it's uh, I think it's a monthly event. Like every month, they organize a uh, a TVT one hundred and fifty one hundred and fifty. That's a uh, mm-hmm. probably one of the biggest and mass most massive uh, TVT. Uh, in the in Europe, uh, I know the the um, Russians do also some very large uh, operations like that. But in Europe, we really have the player base, and and uh, Armour Finland really organizes uh, some some enormous TVT. I mean, 150 players is huge, basically, and and having that on Armour and on Armour servers is is kind of a performance, uh, uh, to be to be honest. Um, so I participated uh, to the uh, to Wet Boots, which was the uh, second edition. That was I don't remember basically a month ago. Uh, have you guys heard about the the? I think it's two missions uh, coming up uh, tomorrow. Um, tomorrow, uh, I don't know what time. Basically, um, Nicholas, have you heard about it? Uh, no, I'm. Uh... I I didn't, uh, but I think it's it would be fun. Yeah, <laughs> 150 players are a massive player base. Yeah, for Especially sure. Especially on one server. Yeah, mm-hmm. on one server. Yeah, I I I mean I experienced it, and and uh, it's it's kind of surprising because uh, these guys really have a a. Uh, a technology um, knowledge, you know, a server knowledge that really goes uh, over the top. Uh, they they kind of master the armor server obviously better than anyone uh, elsewhere. Uh, having 150 players on one server is, as I said, just completely um, amazing. Uh, Pogo, would you would you send your community to participate to that kind of thing? Absolutely. Actually, I did do this, uh, but not for the Finns, uh, but for a German event. Um, as you said, it really is amazing to get, get that many players on uh, on a server and make it even runnable and playable. Um, the Armor Finland community is is very huge. Uh, I've played, uh, I think, uh, one or two of their events, but not not the really huge ones. Um, but they are really organized, and they they obviously do know what they are doing. Um, I think at one time on a German event, they they crushed our team uh, with a really uh, nice efficiency there. So I, actually, I, I very much do respect these guys. Um, for the player count, um, I said there's a uh, 
German event uh, from the SLB um, that that used to be uh, quite big as well. Uh, I think around two years ago they had an event where they had 165 players and uh, I had the honor of being a platoon command for the Russian <laughs> side there. Um, and this is really, it really was a nice experience. I, I really enjoyed doing this because, you know, you, you then, you, you want to, your side to win, obviously, and you then go there uh, and, and make a plan uh, a week ahead, uh, you know, lay, laying it all down and then saying which team would go where and, and so on. And then you're, you're playing as a platoon command and, you know, just watching your your squads moving out and and uh, actually doing this and getting into fights with 165 players it's it's just insane but it's also insanely fun mm, yeah i get you i, f I feel you, you you can really feel when when pogo is is talking uh the the excitement of that huge battle i mean that's really what uh, what what that kind of event it's is all about uh, you just um, even in in Milsim. I mean, um, obviously Milsim um, um, teams can rarely do that kind of big, uh, huge um, uh, events where they have uh, 150 players or participating in in an operation against uh, against AI. Because obviously the AI will will lag out the server, and 150 players is already. Uh, huge so having ais uh, on, on top of that is just impossible um and and really what's what's really interesting here is having entering a massive battle of 150 maybe 165 like you said players and and really feeling like like the plan was established it's it's based on a community and and uh and on the play base that are used to planning on, on taking their time on, on strategy and that kind of thing. And then once you get into it and go into the fight, I mean, uh, the last event, I was in, in, in wet boots. We were, I was in the Argentine, uh, Argentina um, side. I was on, on an M2, M2 uh, static machine gun. I was spraying the shit out of this thing, and it was just amazing <laughs> that the sound that the guys uh, all over say saying duck, duck, duck. They're they're shooting at us. Uh, they're flanking on the left. The AI doesn't do that kind of thing. That's why we like PvP. That's why we like to have people that think uh, on on. I mean, uh, in front of you to to fight. Um, to be honest, uh, my my last experience with AI was just this afternoon, where I was configuring a single player scenario and, and fighting the hell out of the AI because it's it's so fucking dumb, dude. It's just dumb, and uh, that's why we love uh, uh, PvP so much. Thanks, Pogo. Thanks, Nicholas. I think we can close this on on uh, on this big event uh, coming up tomorrow from from. Uh, Armor Finland. Um, sadly, I couldn't have any of them to uh, to come and talk about it. So too bad they said they would come on the next episode like they did for Wet Boot. Um, I was very happy to have you, Nicholas, and, and uh, Pogo on this show to talk about PvP because you guys really have that input I was looking for. And I hope the, the, the listeners really uh, liked and enjoyed this show. It was a bit longer than, than I used to have my, uh, my fight news, uh, but I think it was really entertaining and that, that conversation really went 
uh, deep into uh, the into what's happening into the uh, into the Arma Three community on the PvP scene. Thanks to both of you. Uh, thanks to everyone that's uh, listening. Obviously, you can find us on uh, RadioArma.com, as I just said. And uh, I will see you all, Pogo and Nicholas included, next week on next Friday for the fight news. See you, Nicholas. See you, Pogo. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for having us. Bye.